The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's not fair what poor Santa goes through every year. What, is, what does he get yeah. for it? The joy of children across the world. Lots of movies and songs are about him. So yeah, but there's that. Many, many cosplayers as well. If that's something, maybe he's a fame, yeah. fame whore. I guess it's just <laughs> the 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 fame without fortune. Well, I you don't know. know if he can make that many toys. There but must he's be giving him away. He must. He mm-hmm. must have like a shell company or something. Well, I'd just like Santa to think about his role in fast fashion. <laughs> <laughs> And perpetuating yeah. sweatshop inequities worldwide. Not to mention, I mean, he's handing out uh, new toys every year. That creates a very disposable mindset. So true. Like, what if Santa got you? Santa used to get you something that would last. Yeah. You know, a good old American-made rocking horse. <laughs> you see Santa one time in your life. He leaves <laughs> one present that lasts. Now you got to see him every year. Yeah, he's coming back. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, this this soldier, <laughs> this little toy soldier, he'll be broken by June. Yeah. I'll bring you another one next year. And like, Santa, drop off a screwdriver and tell me to fix my old toys <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, you know, Santa, the, the best gift would be an education. 
yeah, Santa, teach a man to fish and something, <laughs> yeah. something. Give a man day. a toy, <laughs> please him for five months. Right. Teach a man to repair his broken toys. And you've uh, you've given a grown man toys for a long time. Hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. I'm Eli. I'm Diana. And we're very excited uh, getting into the holiday spirit here. Oh, yeah. Um, got, got a fun episode for it. We did get our tree. Yep. We love a tree. Did you ever build a gingerbread house? Yeah. Yeah. Not not in many <laughs> yeah. years. I don't Wasn't, think I was a very good architect. Yeah, we're, we're exactly boasting about that. Mm, it didn't turn out yeah, great. <laughs> I did. I did a gingerbread house. <sighs> Back in Nam. <laughs> best we don't talk about it. <laughs> the court it upset, ordered. It upset your grandmother. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. it really upset your grandma. Hey everybody, we're, we are having a good time today, and um. Finally got to get out of the house last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, went and saw my cousin's band, Arlie, yeah. if you're familiar. I know there's some super fans out there. There are. And you can find them on Spotify if you're not already because they're awesome. Yeah, such such a good show. We yeah. had a great time. Really did. Uh, they, they, they're they on a little mini tour, a minotaur, he called it, <laughs> uh, of the Southeast. And they're from Nashville and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel yeah. is my cousin. And sorry, just talent just runs in the family. <laughs> He's great. He's a brilliant you, musician. Y'all hoarding it. You need to yeah. spread the love. Sorry. But we're back here with you all now, telling stories, having a good time. Look, we've been getting some amazing messages from you all. You've mm-hmm. been flooding us with love and joy and ideas and stories of your own. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. I can't believe how many people tagged us that we were in their top podcasts of the year on oh their Spotify wrap-up. Seriously. Uh, my, my my cold black heart just grew sprung to life. Grew, yeah, grew three sizes, <laughs> turned red again. <laughs> and I think I have circulation again. Oh, well, that's, very great, nice. that's great news. It was very nice no, to see. No, definitely. It was just such a lovely couple of days of everybody's wrapped coming out. Yeah. And like, oh my God, look who's in my top five or right. number one or whatever. And it was just like... <gasps> And it wasn't just like our friends, right? No, some no, our friends strangers. don't listen to our yeah, show. Don't to this. <laughs> some but of them you do. do. Our true friends. <laughs> yeah, right. So I think let's just take a second and go through some of these letters real quick, and just kind of kind of shout out some of you awesome people who've been reaching out to us. Mm-hmm. Let's have a mail call. Awesome. Let's start with just a few of the kind words that we've gotten from some of y'all. I know we don't usually sit here and read compliments (laughs) for ourselves, (laughs) but there's so many lovely things y'all have said that really warm our hearts as we say and bring a little tear to the eye. So Kimberly Moore reached out. She said she loved the Dorothy Putnam episode uh-huh. so much that she's listened to it multiple times and learned something new every time. I don't know what a but that's such a great compliment. That's so cool. And I I gotta say I love that episode. I yeah. loved researching that episode. Yeah. I loved doing that episode. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. I'm guessing like maybe next spring, next summer, sometime we are gonna flip the yeah, size of great. that and do the Amelia Earhart story because yeah. um, there's so much more to that mm-hmm. and it's also very cool. Yeah. Look forward to that. Yeah. Gino reached out to us and said that the Linda and Bert Pugash episode was the most they've ever been entertained by a truly horrible story. <laughs> and I got to say, I agree, uh-huh. Gino. He <laughs> said, that's quite a needle to thread, <laughs> which is <laughs> so true. Uh, Gino also loved our punk rock theme song for Sid and Nancy. Thank you. 
I don't know if any of you all ever watched Fringe, but they would do this thing where just like every once in a while there'd be a special episode where the opening title sequence was adjusted a little bit (laughs) and you were just like, what's happening? Why is it different? And I love that so much. And that's literally what I was basing our (laughs) variant theme songs on. Mm -hmm. Alexandria reached out and told us that everyone and their brother is doing a podcast right now, of course, which is fair, very true. (laughs) Fair, But, But she felt that ours was refreshing, fun, hilarious and heartwarming. Thank you, Alexandria. We'd love that to hear it. a lot. There are a lot of podcasts out there, mm-hmm. and uh, there's only so many hours in the day. That's true. And you all choose to listen to ours, and that means a whole lot. Really. Really, it does. Yeah. And here's a story Lauren Rockburn told us. When she went to go see Pocahontas as a kid, a grown man in front of her, as they were leaving the theater, casually said to his wife, I think John Smith died on his way back to England. And her little preteen heart was devastated. She spent a long time coming to terms with it, and it turned out to not even be true. <laughs> Very rude, sir. Seriously. <laughs> You're in a children's movie. You don't turn over. Oh, I think these main characters are all dead. <laughs> <laughs> in front of the children, sir. <laughs> all right. These have been amazing, and it's not just kind words and fun stories we get from y'all. Sometimes, sometimes on the show, we have a question for it's you true. that we, we don't have an answer for, mm-hmm. and we don't want to take the time to Google it, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you all come through with the answers, mm-hmm. and we keep them all right here on our answering machine. Just answer the question. So here's an important piece of info that we got from Louise Kessel who said that our recent discussion in the episode about the Kuhnhausens, Mm -hmm. uh, about what to do during a bear attack, (laughs) (laughs) reminded her of a book that she had read recently by a woman named Mary Roach. And we felt like it's important to share this information. This is potentially life-saving information. (laughs) I don't know how many of you have encountered bears. We never do here in Georgia. (laughs) But we thought about it a lot when we went out to Utah and Colorado. True. It we kept was our eyes peeled. Constantly on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so we had said on the show, right? The old, the old adage: if you're, if you are attacked by a bear, mm-hmm. if it's brown, lay down; if it's black, fight back; mm-hmm. if it's white, good night. Good night. <laughs> so you can't fight you a did. polar bear. <laughs> but Mary points out in this book that a brown bear's fur can look black. And a black bear's fur can look brown. So it's not a very good metric. Yeah. She says, quote, a more reliable way to distinguish the two is by the length and curvature of the claws. But by the time you're in a position to make that call, the knowledge will be of limited practical use. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Yeah. Hang on, bear. Can I just remove your paw from my neck for a second? Let me check out these claws really quickly. Oh, you're a brown bear. (laughs) I shouldn't be here. I see what I did wrong. (laughs) All right. So uh, anyway, long story short, don't listen to us for advice on what to do during a bear attack. Mm -hmm. And hopefully uh, hopefully none of us ever have to worry about it. Yes. But thank you, Louise, for sending in (laughs) that that book recommendation. But we're not here to talk about bears. We're not here to spend all day reading messages from you all, even though we would totally spend all day doing that. We'd love we, it. we do spend many days doing it. <laughs> um, and uh, we, we look forward to more messages. Keep them coming. Yes. We are here today to talk about Juan dos Santos and Blanche Dumas. This is a wacky one and a, a brief one. Yeah. 
but ridiculous nonetheless. Oh yeah. You know, I, I think I think all the ridiculous romantics out there know that it's not about the length. No. Right? It's about how much it it's fills what you, you up. Do with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this one <laughs> will double You're fill so you up. <laughs> Yeah, these two are just built different, okay? <laughs> Let's learn about the extra appendages and orifices that brought these two together in the late 1800s. I am totally ready for this. Let's go. Yes. Hey there, friends, come listen well. Eli and Diana got some stories to tell. There's no matchmaking or romantic tips. It's just about ridiculous relationships. A lover might be any type of person at all. An abstract concept or a concrete wall. But if there's a story worth a second glance, we'll put it in a show, Ridiculous Romance. A production of iHeartRadio. Before we jump in, just want to say, um, I know we don't often get really graphic about sex on our show, but this one is definitely, it's about um, having extra genitals. So yeah. we're going to probably really speculate a lot <laughs> on how the sex is working. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, if you we're going to be getting into anal sex and double penetration and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. So be ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in Portugal, 1843, a baby boy named Juan dos Santos was born. But it was clear that he was different from everybody else. And that's because Juan had some notable deformities. One was a third leg, was not quite fully formed. It had a rudimentary anus on it that didn't actually expel waste, but it was there. It was a little little, little hole <laughs> in his leg. And the leg hung between his fully formed his two other fully formed legs. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but he had two penises, both of which worked just as expected. As expected. Just as expected. I'm not sure what how I would expect them to work. Well, but they uh, they functioned. Yeah, as as you would expect a single dick to work. Okay, gotcha. That both of them worked. Each of them worked in that way. Fully functional. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is a condition known as diphalia, and there's not much known about it because it's super rare. It only affects one in about five to six million babies. Yeah. Uh, so the chances of being born with diphalia are are very low. Mm -hmm. A lot of times the secondary penis isn't fully formed, it doesn't function, and in modern times doctors usually just leave it alone unless it's presenting a serious health risk, which they do. Sometimes, you know, obviously simple things like urinary tract problems sure. could, you know, you could extrapolate why that might be an issue mm -hmm. there. Um, but also heart conditions can come mm -hmm. up from this. A um, lot of issues could be a potential problem. Many times they're not, and doctors are just like, yeah. Go let on it go. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let it go. Yep. The only route to adjust this is through surgery. However, Juan was special not only because he had two penises and an extra leg, but right. both his penises were accessible and, as we said, working just fine. Oh. So that's kind of unusual because, again, if you look this up, some of the pictures will haunt, haunt you <laughs> for a long time because they do not look comfortable or... Aesthetically pleasing, <laughs> I guess well, is the word I'm looking for. Well, but Juan had, you know, I guess just kind of a double situation down there, looking pretty normal, except that there were two. It's like a mirror, <laughs> a mirror right. universe. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he had a pretty normal childhood. He would strap his third leg to his right leg to allow more freedom of movement. Okay, so um, literally like um, the the field day race, where you yes. like tie your legs together. Yeah. 
Yeah. He would do that, but it was just him. It was him. just him. <laughs> yeah. So some wide leg pants, probably. Uh-huh. And ma- uh-huh. Maybe many people didn't even know about it. The origin of Jinkos, we can, we can speculation station. Uh, he also became an avid horseback rider, and he was probably bisexual. He's described as having a, quote, permissive reputation. So I think that means he was sort of open to anything. Okay. Well, uh, he had, uh, you know... He had a lot to he offer. He had twice the mouths to feed, so to speak. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or could you say he could feed twice the mouths? Oh. He could feed twice the mouths. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Apologies. And he had a very active libido, which I guess you could you could say maybe double the testosterone was sort of like, I don't know if the hormones play in oh, yeah, the know. same way or not, but um, but I'm speculating again. Well, that some people have... Very active libidos with with only one with one or no dicks. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, so maybe he already would he would have had it regardless. Right, he would have right. had a high sex drive no yeah, matter what. Yeah, he just lucked out that he had. He was like, wow. Two, uh, <laughs> two, two outputs for it. You know, <laughs> two outputs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, medical examiners said he had a ravenous sexual appetite and described his quote animal passion, an energetic Ooh. lover. Let's yeah. say, yeah. And Juan himself claimed that he would have sex with a woman with one penis and then switch to the other when the first one was tapped out. Oh. <laughs> so he, he'd be like, she's still raring to go. I can do it, too. I got an understudy <laughs> waiting <laughs> in the wings. <laughs> Come on, finish this number. <laughs> call in my stunt double real quick. Now, it, it might seem medically dubious that he was able to use both of them. <laughs> equally well, you right, know, right. but he really just had a, a a backup, you know, that did all the same things. <laughs> this seems seems unfair, if not outrageous. <laughs> if not an outrageous <laughs> miscarriage of justice. <laughs> but there are actually some modern day examples of this as well. There was a guy who was interviewed by the BBC and Rolling Stone magazine, and he's an anonymous guy. He's an American. He's just known as Double Dick. So maybe he didn't quite get the imagination. Yeah. Um, Double Dick he's is gifted in other ways. Yeah. Hey man, what's your nickname? Uh, Double Dick. Why? Well, I got double dicks. <laughs> he claims to have two ten-foot uncircumcised penises. That should be. That inch. should be inches. Sorry. <laughs> no. Ten For a second there, I was like, twice. I think we've got the wrong focus on this story. <laughs> Two is impressive. Two 10-foot dicks. His dicks are, both his dicks are bigger than he is. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, not 10 feet. He has a paltry two 10-inch penises. <laughs> paltry. And he can, quote, urinate and ejaculate from them at the same time. Okay, that, that quote is not explained. I have to jump into speculation station because of Absolutely. my English major brain was really working overtime with this phrasing. <laughs> I was like, listen, can does that mean that he can urinate and ejaculate, like pee from one while he's ejaculating from another at the uh-huh. same time? Or that he can pee from each at the same time and ejaculate from each at the same time? Oh, okay. Or... or- that he can both pee and ejaculate at the same time from both penises. I, I mean, it could the, mean a number of things. <laughs> the question that I have is, A, why would you need to? And B, how did you find out? I guess these are the mm. kinds of things that you test I, well, when you've got when you have a two to work with. With two dicks. Yeah. I guess you learn some things yeah. throughout the course by accident <laughs> or by, <laughs> by method. I don't know. <laughs> 
or someone just asked him, you know, and he was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, let me go find let me out. Go find out really oh, quick. Oh, turns out. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, when there's like a two-headed dragon and one breathes fire and one breathes ice. He does have an e-memoir called Double Header, My Life with Two Penises, oh, where okay. he apparently lays it out pretty graphically okay. about like all his sexual encounters and everything like that. So if you want to know more, <laughs> you can find out more from that or one of his other books that he has published. And that's by the author is Double, Double Dick. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> he is, according to the interview, currently in a polyamorous relationship mm-hmm. with a man and a woman who were already a couple before they met and started dating Double Dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he is bisexual, like Juan. And he claims that he's had over 1,000 sexual partners. Wow. Calculating transfer rate. Which, you know, I'm like, does that That's mean... That's 500 each. Fucked 500 people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Right, but it counts for two every time he does it. Or is it 1,000? What would you name... If you had a... If you had... If you had a... Double dick. What would you name it? <laughs> would you give it like a Statler and Waldorf style, like Statler a pairing? And Waldorf, <laughs> like a pairing name. Like, <laughs> I guess so. I like... never got into naming, uh, you mm-hmm. know, with one, but with two, I think you have more opportunities for something like that. Yeah, you could have a um, little more fun with it, I suppose. Yeah, it could be like um, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> no notes. Oh, he thinks he's got a Hobbs and Shaw, but oh. it's actually a Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so Double Dick says that he has he has used his penises to penetrate a woman in both the vagina and the ass, to penetrate a man and a woman at the same time, or even using both penises in some, quote, very worn-out orifices at the same time. Wow. You know, I've got a few things to say. <laughs> One uh-huh. is that uh, logistically I'm having a hard time okay. picturing, okay. especially two people at the same time. I'm like, that's a lot of angling. It there's is. There's a lot of legs in the way. Oof. I don't know. It, well, it, and there's some cringy stuff about injuries that he has oh, received yeah. because Oof. of angles and oh, things. No. So yeah, I think that there's been some in, there's been some moments of regret. <laughs> <laughs> but follow up, you know, just because an orifice can take two dicks doesn't mean it's worn out. No, that's true. You know, it has been said disparagingly mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. some people are worn out because their anatomy is less tight, and that's yes, not not true. not accurate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just looking out for the Lucys out there. <laughs> Well, anyway, all that to say that apparently double dicks, double dicks are very usable and mm-hmm. they are not horrifying to look at. I guess, like like I say, some of these photos are a little bit like, well, you, you, you it's not like you're ever scrolling through pictures of dicks and going, very excited. ah, good one. That's nice. Right. Love it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Great example. Eight out of, of 10. Form. No, that's true. He does say that he had. He used to sometimes surprise a one-night stand with his double package. Okay, okay. Like some people he would tell him beforehand, right. sure, you know, they were cool. And he'd be like, they'd get excited or they'd be like, never mind. Or, <laughs> you know, they'd be like, ooh, I definitely have to see that, you yeah. know, that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, but sometimes when he was younger, he was like, I would sometimes just see what happens. Uh-huh. And he was like, 
with women, it almost always did not go over well to surprise <laughs> a woman <laughs> with two dicks. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then he said, but men were almost always game. <laughs> he said men were always game. And also yeah. straight men particularly find him, want to give him blowjobs. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. I'm not into penis. One dick. Mm-mm. But if there's two. <laughs> Suddenly. It's like two negatives make a positive, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but he does admit in the Rolling Stone interview, his version of the condition is pretty rare. He said, quote, usually it's pretty gruesome and sometimes deadly. Right. Which we did point out, you know, medically, if it's not deadly, they're going to leave it alone. Um, right. And then you, of course, as the person can say, I find it gruesome to look at. I don't want this. Can you surgically remove yeah, it? Yeah. Whatever. But with him, he was like, I just grew up with it. So when I look down, it all looks normal to me. Right. I, I think it's weird to have only one. Yeah. Try to picture one. It don't look right. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so probably our guy Juan simply got lucky, like Double Dick did with right. how his developed. Yeah. And we're able to both be usable and and worth looking at yeah. <laughs> and, and easy to look at, I suppose. Yeah. Well, uh, I say with that, let's uh, let's take a second to marinate on that. Uh, why don't you all go uh, just count your dicks, and we are going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. Hopefully you have just the amount of dicks that you started the day with. (laughs) (laughs) It would be weird if you just suddenly had... More or less. Three or four more. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, then then you, you did, did like, you know, three happened? minutes ago. Something, <laughs> something fundamentally changed. <sighs> Unless that's what you were going for, in which case, oh congratulations. God. Yay, good for you. <laughs> so let's get back to Juan Dos Santos here. He was pursued by sideshows and circuses, of course, to perform for them by being displayed in freak shows. Right. And we talked a whole lot about freak shows back in our episode about Al and Jeannie Tomaney, two of the sweetest people of (sighs) all time and one of the most beautiful love stories you'll ever hear. So true. I love that. He was a huge, like over seven or eight feet tall guy and she was less than three feet tall. Right. Um, And there's this was at a time when the American Sideshow was huge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we talk, we, we get into a lot of the logistics right. of that and the morals of that and everything. It's so complicated because, as people often point out with circus shows, mm-hmm. it was, on one hand, incredibly exploitative yeah. and weird to put yourself on display like a freak and, like, you know, just kind of making things harder for other people with deformities or, or mutations or anything unusual right. about themselves. On the other hand, it was a form of a great form of employment, yeah. often source of fame and fortune yeah. and respect and a, a, a place in society that yeah. you normally wouldn't have. So it was kind of like... A lot of people felt like it was tough. It's tough to moralize about it. Yeah. A lot of people felt like they, that was a unique talent that they had and they mm-hmm. were making a living off of it. Yeah. And you something know? to be said about being put in a community of people that won't reject you yeah. or, or judge you because yeah. they're they're in they're in with, you You know, they know about life. Yep. But Juan actually turned down these offers. Mm-hmm. He even refused a 200,000 franc contract in France. Wow. But Juan did allow himself to be displayed in medical observations and studied by doctors. Yeah, speculation station. I I wondered what he thought was so different about a freak show versus a medical exhibition. Mm. And maybe it was just he was like, well, this is more, I mean, respectable, maybe because it's scientific and it's academic and it's more about like, let's find out more about this condition. It'll help people like me. And, you know, it's more altruistic than a sideshow where it was like, I'm just trying to make money off my body. Maybe he felt some type of way about that. Right. Or that, you know, again, you go into a medical situation and it's less likely that you're going to get jeers mm-hmm. and, you know, teasing and stuff like that. And it's more like, I'm, I'm not here because you want to gawk and stare. Mm-hmm. I'm here because you want to learn. I'm, I'm here to help, you know. So I, I could see. I see that. I wanted to do that more for that. sure. One of these exhibitions that he did took him to France. Mm-hmm. And one day Juan was told that a beautiful courtesan was demanding to meet him. And this was intriguing enough on his own. He's I like, mean, oh, somebody wants to meet me? Huh? Hot courtesan is asking for me, Juan very, Dos Santos? Very interesting. <laughs> but then he discovered that this courtesan, this beautiful woman, 
also had three legs. Ooh. Goodness. Finally, a dance partner I, who can keep up with me. <laughs> I know. know, right? What are the odds? And this woman's name was Blanche Dumas. She was born in Martinique in 1860 with a broad pelvis that had two almost developed legs on either side and an underdeveloped leg in the middle. And then she also had two rudimentary breasts complete with nipples next to her left leg in addition to her two regular breasts in their specified place, uh-huh. their expected traditional place, place yeah. <laughs> their traditional place. And she had two vulvas and two vaginas, which is a condition known as dipagus or dipagus. And like Juan, she was well known for her voracious sexual appetite. Oh my. Blanche was ready to get down. Uh, both- Again, two mouths to feed, you know? <laughs> she did have two mouths to feed. <laughs> Um, And both her vaginas were sensitive and easily stimulated. Wow. So she would often have sex with two men at once. Why not? Double the fun, I guess. Sure, sure. And unlike Juan, she was not against a little sideshow action. So she did enter the the freak show circuit and gained some fame and celebrity in, in that life for a while until she abandoned it to go live as a high-dollar courtesan in Paris, catering to unusual tastes. Sure. Which I think she was very popular. I, I, I would expect so. And she's got boobs on her hip. Come on, <laughs> boobs on her hip and on her chest. Yeah, I don't even have enough hands for all these boobs. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> and it must be said, if you look at pictures, Juan and Blanche are both very attractive people. Yeah, they were they're both hot. <laughs> yeah, wow, yeah. Okay. Well, it's, you're like, oh, geez, even if you only had one dick and two mm-hmm. boobs, I'd be I'd be, on I'd be it. interested. Even if you only had one dick. (laughs) Again, logistically, trying to work out how she's having sex with two guys at once. There's really just a lot of leg, especially with the extra leg. Well, I'll say it's uh, it's it makes it makes more sense to me if you've seen the photo because she basically has two crotch areas because she has the leg in the middle. Oh, so yeah, and each of the vaginas are between the two legs, so you kind of have. There you go. It actually. Where it makes more sense in my head that she could have sex with two men yeah. than that one who, in my mind, has sort of like a pronged situation right, right. <laughs> could, could We're somehow fit. <laughs> I know. I'm totally speculation station here. My nasty brain. I'm trying to think about how this <laughs> these two dicks are stacked up or side by side. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I wondered logistically how you put them in two different people at the same time right, if right. they're very close together. Right. Those people are going to have to be very close together. That's for sure. That's true, and a little yeah. bit flexible and Everybody ready get to friendly. Put some legs somewhere out the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, again, we do have some modern examples of mm-hmm. conditions like Blanche's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cosmopolitan ran a story about quote twice the fun, <laughs> a woman who did a Reddit AMA about having two vaginas. Hers were side by side, and she also had two uteruses and two cervixes. Right. So. Her vaginas weren't noticeable, like Blanche Dumas. She only discovered it when she went to her gynecologist for the first time when she was 16. Hers actually splits off into two vaginas about an inch inside of her body. So it's like two canals. Mm -hmm. And it's not visible from the outside. Yeah. So it's not like she doesn't have two vulvas like 
like Blanche does. Right, right. So it's very, this gets interesting to me, more interesting than Juan, because, well, how does it work with the periods? Like, right. you know, when how many eggs are you putting out right. every month? And I don't know. But Twice the Fun says she only has one period a month. So she's not like, you know, I, I don't know, ladies out there probably right. freaking out. <laughs> I was. I was like, <laughs> is she bleeding half the month? Like, um, this is no. crazy. Um, or is it like real heavy? I don't know. I was going into whole speculation stations all on my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she says that technically, due to hormones, she should not be able to get pregnant in both uteruses at the same time. Okay. Which is a huge relief to me. Right. Until she went on to say that she had read a story about another woman with two uteruses who discovered that she had two uteruses when she found out that she was pregnant with one kid in one uterus. And twins in the other oh uterus. Oh, my God. Which, no, that's too I mean, much. I guess it's not that different from having triplets, right? No. Maybe it's better. You can, like, space them out a little bit. <laughs> well, I don't know. Because like, three you already... kids in the same room versus having two bedrooms and one kid in one and two mm-hmm. in the other. Mm-hmm. I, that sounds good to me, but. I don't know. That one kid's going to be a monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm special. <laughs> right. I wonder if they know which one of them right? was the was, was the lone the one. kid. She's like, I'll never tell. <laughs> He's like, obviously completely different. Yeah. <laughs> like the twins are identical. And this kid's like got a totally different style, hair color. Completely different. I <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of recessive genes. <laughs> Uh, she also, Twice the Fun, also said that her left vagina is smaller than her right vagina. So she prefers penetrative sex in the right one because it's less painful. Right. And so her her husband basically has to, like, get in and, oh, like, and like, wiggle properly. The... Yeah, he also was in the AMA trying to explain, like, how their sex life worked. Basically. Yeah. And he's like, once you're in, you don't really tell any difference. But right. you do have to make sure you're kind you of. Find the right. <laughs> go in the right place. Tunnel. So yeah. They probably have a good communication oh, model going You've on in the bedroom. Yeah. They have to be like, all right, yeah. she's like, I'm ready. Yeah. A little to the left. Nope. I mean to the right. <laughs> never, never be afraid to say exactly. what makes you feel good. Be expressive. Very true. No matter how many penises or vaginas you have mm-hmm. or don't have. But she also said that she can only have clitoral orgasms because the septum that divides her two vaginas covers her G-spot. Oh, interesting. So just the plumbing in there is a very interesting picture that yeah. I'm, I'm getting. Yeah. It's just very, I don't know, a lot. It do seems think, like a lot to deal with. Do you think they have like in a cabinet at the doctor's office, they only bust out on special <laughs> occasions for like the plastic model that has two vaginas? <laughs> They're like, like, oh, Ooh, hang on. I've always I wanted to, to use this one. Out. one. Let me get a stepladder out here because it's up high. And <laughs> we never get to take this one down. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. I've wanted to use this ever since I saw it for the first time in grad school. <laughs> so Insider had an interview with a sex worker called Evelyn Uncovered, who has two vaginas and two uteruses mm-hmm. also, right? Now, she could use both her vaginas for sex, but she said that the right one was more pleasurable so she saved that one for sex at home and the left one for work. I so love it. So she's got, literally got a business vagina and a party <laughs> vagina. That's, I mean, <laughs> whomst among us. <laughs> so the two uterus thing is called uterus didelphus, and that affects one in every 3,000 women worldwide. So way more common yeah. Oh, yeah. than two dicks. Mm-hmm. And usually this is a little more risky and difficult for these women to get pregnant because the uteruses are typically smaller. Right. You can imagine they've got to be to make room for each other. 
Um, so there's less room for the baby to grow. There's more chances of miscarriages, things like that. A lot of complications yeah. are possible. But Evelyn and others like her have successfully had children via C-section. Mm -hmm. But Evelyn's outward anatomy is, you know, visibly typical. Right. And we're not sure if Blanche Dumas had the ability to have children or not. Uh, it's not mentioned in any mm -hmm. of the limited research that's out there. But like we said, she had two vulvas and two vaginas. Whereas these women only had one vulva, one entry point, so right. to speak. Um, so Blanche may have had double periods every month. This is all I'm saying because oh. she had two like co completely separate entry points, as you say. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so, yeah, I wonder if she did actually have two periods a month. Are you wondering that while you're in speculation menstruation station? <gasps> <gasps> now I am. <laughs> Menstruation speculation station. Uh, so, yeah, just anyway, prayers up for Blanche. Yeah. <laughs> At least once a month <laughs> trying to deal with two vaginas. Amazing. Seems like it was great most of the time yeah. for her, but that one time of the month, Maybe, I think, was probably... You know, bodies are smart. Women's bodies especially. Maybe it figured out how to alternate month to month. <sighs> I don't know. That's almost worse to be like, which one's it going to be? <laughs> which, which one's it going to come out of this month? <laughs> Is this an A month or a B month? <laughs> Is this a business month or a party month? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, um, I, we're going to take a brief break and sit with that for a second. And uh, we'll come back right after these commercials. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And welcome back to the show, everybody. So one day, Blanche is in the south of France. And she heard that a three-legged, two-penis man was also in France. And she's like, I got to meet this guy. It is rumored that Blanche had also written letters to this different three-legged, two-penis man, which there's more of them than I would have thought. Yeah. She had some options. Um, but his name was Francisco Lentini. And she expressed a desire to have a love affair with him. It's no info on if they ever actually met in person. Okay. Frank Lentini was pretty famous and he yeah. uh, ended up actually getting married and having several children and uh, doing fine. Okay. But I'm not sure that he ever met Blanche. However, he was on the sideshow circuit and he would have gone to France. So it's possible. It is possible. Yeah. Small that, circles. Yeah, that she did cross his path at some point. There's only there's only so many people at the Double Dick Convention, you know? <laughs> and she's like, and I go every year. <laughs> so Speculation Station... Just the fact that she's, like, writing all these these letters and, you know, kind uh-huh. of clearly, get, like, had her eyes peeled for another three-legged person, hopefully <laughs> with double genitalia. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm wondering if, like, Frank Lentini or Juan Dos Santos or a guy like him was, like, her white whale. Right. She had, like, her sex vision board. And it was, <laughs> like... Always looking for... It was, like, Anton Chekhov, <laughs> J.M. Barry. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> And Frank Lentini, or a guy with two dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any man with two dicks. Uh, so, obviously, when she heard about Juan Dos Santos being in town, mm-hmm. she tracked him down. Her yes, Google she... alerts went off. <laughs> There's a double dick man in town. Gotta find him. A couple sources say that she went backstage after a sideshow that he was in mm-hmm. uh, it was over. But since he didn't usually do sideshows, we're thinking maybe it was a medical exhibition, possibly, mm-hmm. that he was doing in town. Anyway, she found him, and as soon as they met, they were like, uh, let's put two and two together here. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> this, make six. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is on. They, like we said, they're both very attractive people. Mm-hmm. Plus, they also had voracious sexual appetites. Right. So finally, they could found someone who could keep up with each other. You know, mm-hmm. this was all never before had two puzzle pieces <laughs> fit so perfectly. So perfectly. They began this torrid love affair that was at the time apparently it was pretty well publicized. Mm-hmm. Although it seems like this might all be lost to Parisian history now. We can't find the exact articles, but it's referenced that everybody was talking about this. Right. Because I mean, I mean, we're still talking about it. Come on. Okay. <laughs> You have a slow news day. Yeah. Two double dicks and vaginas are like, well, this will sell some ink. <laughs> Even on a fast news day, I'd be like, yeah, I don't care about the king of France. Tell me more about the double dicks. Mm, so exactly, was it together or separate? <laughs> Logistically, how does this work? <laughs> Seems like there are too many legs in the way. <laughs> But unfortunately, that is kind of all that's recorded about Juan Dos Santos and Blanche Dumas. You yeah. know, they don't really get into their personalities, likes and right. dislikes. It's really just about the genitalia <laughs> and the extra legs when you look See, into them. If this were contemporary and we were doing the research, right. we would know their favorite I'd foods. Like, yeah, Blanche really enjoyed, a, she was a foodie. Yeah. <laughs> she really liked shopping. She loved hats. 
Um, sometimes she'd even make hats. I'm totally making this up. <laughs> we would spend like 20 minutes too long talking mm-hmm. about her parents and where oh, they came right. from <laughs> beforehand. She's like, and what I really want everyone to understand about Blanche is that she really came from some hard times. <laughs> and we and all our all our information would be like, and you know, and not that it's important, right. but she had two vaginas. <laughs> But back then, they're all just like, who cares about literally anything else? <laughs> what else do I need to know about you? <laughs> Nothing. But it's too bad because I'd really like to know, like, you know, did they go out to dinners together? Yeah. Was it all sex or did they really have, like, a relationship? Did they go mm-hmm. out and and take in a show or Again, visit un- a museum together or something? Unfair if they did. Because not only... Were they both gifted with two, with double functioning, pleasurable genitals? Mm-hmm. They were also both very attractive people. Right. And they also both got to travel the world. True. And they also found the perfect match who paired up with them both physically and emotionally and, and in personality and every way. That's not fair. <laughs> That's too perfect. <laughs> Again, never before have two people been so perfectly paired. Mm. So I guess I like to believe that, yes, they also tremendously enjoyed each other's company. Mm-hmm. And they just had... down a thoroughfare. Oh, just, a, you know, an amazing time. They kissed under a streetlight. Uh-huh. I wonder two balls. Right. Now, that, as far as that we was know, not, or do we not know? It was not specified how okay. many... Well, then I think that we can assume the default. That, that each dick that had its say. own set... I'm still uh, I'm still in the double pronged mindset. Now are you are you picturing like a fork prong like <laughs> like this? Like, do they, are they like this? Like, like they a v. go out the side, ninety degree angle, go straight forward <laughs> go like straight. a tuning fork? <laughs> That's not. I wasn't thinking that. No. No, I was not. No, I was thinking that. like a V. You're thinking like a V. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but maybe they maybe <laughs> the right one curves to the left and the left one curves to the right, so they kind of come back like to a, a heart. heart? <laughs> Which would actually make things very difficult. Or know, they'd be I more like, like pinchers. Be less functioning if it was like a heart. Or pinchers, that's yeah, true. So like, they could like grab. Grab hold of what? <laughs> anything. <laughs> Whatever you might need what to grab. So he had like one of those grabber hands. Yeah. Was, yeah. It was time. His Hang on. I can't reach it. Let me just. <laughs> dicks out. <laughs> so childish. <laughs> <laughs> How can we? I mean, yeah, this was this was always going to be our most childish oh, episode. Absolutely, absolutely. I hope y'all were not expecting some elevated conversation about this. <laughs> Look, there's one in five to six million people out there right. with diphalia. There's one in three thousand people out there mm-hmm. with uh, with two uteruses, uteri, uteri. That it's not gross. It's not weird. Mm-mm. Everybody's. I guarantee you, everybody's penis is different. It's like a fingerprint. You know. <laughs> They could start doing that at crimes. It's like a fingerprint. Let me, let's see the dick. Show the dick. Uh, it doesn't match what we have on file. This one's clean, boss. Get him out of here. Well, pretty soon, so many people will have sent a dick pic that we probably could have like a national <laughs> dick pic file. Right. So yeah, there's there's really not much more to say. Yeah. About double dicks, uh, mm-hmm. about twin vaginas, <laughs> all these things. I, I I really just think are fascinating. Yeah, you know, same. The, I mean, I think they're fast. I think that yeah, the story is fascinating. I think the idea of this being possible. I think human bodies are super fascinating. Mm-hmm. And um, again, everyone's is different. Yeah. Uh, no one's is wrong. Yeah, true. And very um, true. I I would be very interested 
to hear, I mean, not, I don't want to get creepy, but I'd love to hear your experiences with mm-hmm. with any I mean, double genitalia yeah, you may have. Yeah, if you uh, have either of these conditions. Uh-huh. Or if you've experienced time spent with someone who does. Right. I mean, um, especially if there's two vulvas involved, because I could not find any examples of that, just yeah. the two vaginas ones. So oh, right, right. I'd love to know somebody who's more like Blanche, yeah. what their real experience is like, you know, month to month and yeah. how yeah, how sex works and right. stuff. Again, not to be creepy, it's really just like, well, tell me more. <laughs> I know. It's so tough because it's like we're always so interested as people, you know, we're always so interested in. The, the nitty gritty of these kinds of stories. It's like when we talked about OSI and the yeah, people yeah. who were in love with objects. Mm-hmm. And of course, the first thing that comes to your mind is, how do you do it? Yeah. What's sex like? Mm-hmm. And of course, they're like, that's none of your business. Why I don't ask gross. you what your sex is like. So, you know, we're True. not asking what your sex is like. But if you want to tell us, yeah, we're here to hear it. Yeah. Uh, just while we're on the subject, you mm-hmm. know. I just while we're, while we're on this topic. <laughs> I did appreciate the AMAs because uh, everyone that did them with double genitalia knew exactly the first question was, so (laughs) how do you use it? How often do you use it? With whom? (laughs) How do they react? Like they knew, they they know how gross we all are. but yeah, I would love to hear your experiences or just your thoughts on this story um, or any other, you know, cool, like, sideshow romances you might have heard of right sure we, uh, we love to to get into circus life and yeah. stuff like that so yeah. you know we always love to hear from you please, please reach, reach out, out. Yeah. our emails romance at iheartmedia.com yeah and you can find us on twitter and instagram i'm at oh great it's eli i'm at diana might boom and you can find the show at Ridic romance don't forget to rate and review on apple podcasts yes it's another love it. place we love to check for kind words and we do Big stars. <laughs> and uh, tell your friends about the show. Always. Tell tell any bears that attack you about the show. That's the, the number one line of defense. If you see a bear, you tell it all tell, about Let me tell you about my podcast. And they go run away <laughs> really fast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that also works on people, <laughs> we've found. No, tell them, tell them all about the show. Yes. Um, and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Cannot wait. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. So long, friends. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to our show. Tell your friends, neighbors, uncles, and dance to listen to our show, Ridiculous Romance. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.